Charlotte Isaac is a systems expert. Hey, wait, come back. No, you really should stay. She's actually very interesting. Now, she's interesting because she helps copywriters like you and me automate the hard bits about running a copywriting business, the daunting bits, the bits that stop us from succeeding. Things like sending invoices, following up leads, closing off jobs and telling clients, no more edits for you. Thank you very much. And also things like automating the entire lead generation process. So if you could get back four hours of your life per week just by automating and making that hard stuff easy, wouldn't that be a good use of your time? Well, this is the podcast for you. Hello, I'm Bernadette Schwert, and this is the podcast for those looking to reinvent their lives as a copywriter and for those who want some inspiration and practical tips on how to do it. I'm the founder of the Australian School of Copywriting and the head copywriting tutor at the Australian Writers' Centre. So if you'd like to build a side hustle and work from wherever you want, check out our courses and discover how copywriting can help you be the independent freelancer you seek to be. Here's a review from Colin Johns, who recently completed a How to Set Up a Freelance Copywriting Business course. Now, he said, I found my first job before the course had even finished. I just applied the techniques Bernadette taught me and they worked. I couldn't have done this without the course. I feel confident I can now use these techniques again and again. Well, thank you, Colin. So if you'd like to learn more about our courses, check out writercenter.com.au forward slash success. And if you like our podcast, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Let's get started. Charlotte, welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm excited to chat. Charlotte, tell us what you do. It's quite fascinating. It is. It's a little bit different. It's not something I enjoy uh, explaining to my grandparents' friends, <laughs> which I think a lot of us have jobs these days that we're like, don't make me tell you. Um, essentially, what I do is I help creative business owners streamline their client processes and automate them using a tool called Dubsado. Tell me, why is this needed? Well, you tell me if you agree with me. I think we all have too much on our plates as business owners. And I think sometimes when we sign up for running a business, we're like really excited about what we get to do, the types of clients we get to work with, and we kind of forget how much crap goes with it. Like there is so much admin, even if we're only looking at looking after our clients, you know, we've got to send proposals, chase up contracts, invoicing, you know, reminding our clients to give us feedback or, you know, anything that we need to get the job done. And I think it can take a huge like chunk of time out of our week and nobody enjoys it. So let's talk, what you talk about is systems, aren't you? Yeah. So as a copywriter, and I know many copywriters, I know that systems is not kind of the top of the list in terms of the, the qualities and the way our brains work. You know, by nature of copywriting and writing, it's associative thinking, you know. So I've met so many who say my systems really don't exist. Talk to me about what you do for copywriters. And you do it specifically with copywriters, don't you? I do. I love working with copywriters. And I think I love it because copywriting is the job you could not pay me enough to do. I have deep respect for copywriters, but like 
not my forte. So we have opposite brains and I think we get along quite well sometimes. Um, But essentially we want to break down how you work with clients and everyone works with their clients a little bit differently. And an email copywriter might have a different process than, um, you know, an SEO copywriter or something like that. But really we want to take the magic of how you approach your clients and how you get your work done and really systemize it as much as possible and, and automate what we can. What sort of things could we automate? Because you're getting me really excited right now, Charlotte, can I just say? Oh, I'm glad. So there's three main parts of a process that we can automate. So your leads, so how people come to you on your website maybe or or they find you somewhere else or you get a referral and, and what happens when they find you. So do you hop on a Zoom call with them and have a chat? Do they come and meet you somewhere? Um, There has to be a proposal that follows that, you know, your contract, your invoice, do they have to pay a deposit? Um, What your process looks like before you can even start writing? Do you have some sort of deep dive or kickoff session with them? Do they have to fill out a questionnaire? Um, Maybe if they've got a previous brand voice guide or something they've worked with another copywriter for, they have to send you that. Um, So everything before you start working on a project and then afterwards too. So how you wrap that up really nicely and politely say to them, there's no more edits now, we're done. Like no more tweaks. Um, How we get feedback and reviews and all of that kind of stuff. That's fascinating. I mean, it's really interesting because what you've just said there is actually gold for anyone listening because what you've told them is this is kind of what you need to be doing, right? Yeah. And for novice copywriters moving into the to the industry, they're just trying to find a client, let alone thinking about how they're going to automate this process because I do think systems uh, can really let people down. You know, if you don't have them, then that all the things you talked about, how do I follow up with the client? How do I ask for no more edits? How do I ask for the money? They are the emotional drains and sort of the psychic little handbrakes that we put on ourselves that stop us from actually getting to do what we love to do. So that's what you're saying, isn't it? If you do these things and they're all set up, you can get to do more of what you love to do. 100%. And I think a lot of the time it's not something we naturally do when we're starting out. Um, I don't know whether many of your listeners, Bernadette, and the students that go through your programs, you find that are they starting copywriting and also working in a full-time job at There's the same a lot time? of moonlighting. There's a lot of side hustles going on. And I, yeah. I recommend that because you don't want to throw, a, you know, the baby out with the bathwater. It's like what I say to my students is if you have a full-time job, see if you can go down to four days a week, you know, and on that one day, use that as your copywriting day or night times if you can't go, go down to five days. And by the time you've got more work that you can handle, then, you know, keep whittling away at the full-time job and bringing it back down. So, yeah, that's generally the, the, the modus operandi. Yeah, and I think, I think in that position, if we use, you know, you're working four days a week in a full time and you've got one day a week or maybe you're squeezing in Saturday and Sunday as well too, you want that eight hours or 15 hours or whatever it to be, you want to be working on the really important stuff, you know, finding more clients, delivering great work, um, you know, setting up your own website and all of those kind of things that, that are actually going to move the needle, not, you know, stressing about chasing up clients for invoices. Um, it does take a huge mental load as well as the time. Now, you do use a particular piece of software, don't you, that you advocate. Can you talk us through what that is? Yeah, so it's called Dubsado. Very, very weird name. Um, Spell that for us just so people can hear. D-U-B, sorry, D-U-B-S-A-D-O. Right. It was a made-up word by the founders, their husband and wife team in California. Their son came up with the word. Usually when I tell people, they're like, what? Like, who came up with that? I'm like, it was a child, okay? Be nice. <laughs> um, so it is a CRM tool or custom relationship management and, and it has a ton of features and it can do so much stuff. All our proposals can come from that, contracts, invoicing, questionnaires, 
um, all sorts of other forms. You can send your client emails from there, all of that good stuff. But the exciting thing that I've mentioned a couple of times now is that we can start to automate a lot of it with that tool. And, that, and that's why I really, really like Dubsado. And how does that differ from another CRM? A lot of them don't have as much automation. So, you know, a lot of them will have some of the same features. You can do proposals in there. You can do invoices, all of that kind of stuff. But really you're sending it all on your own. So you have to still remember, okay, I have to go make this proposal. You've still got to spend a couple hours customizing it for that individual client. With Dubsado, you can set up all of these templates. Um, And if we use, you know, sending invoices, for example, and late payment reminders, take some time to write all of those canned emails once and Dubsado just sends them on autopilot. So you're building yourself your own assistant, really. Yeah. So let's say you've got MailChimp, Mm -hmm. right? And do you have Dubsado on top of that or is it instead of? Uh, Completely different things. So if we think MailChimp might send out your email campaigns to your lists, Dubsado kind of replicates your Gmail or your Outlook. So it's more sending emails from Bernadette to Charlotte or Charlotte to Bernadette rather than from Charlotte to, you know, the however many people are on my email list. It's all one-to-one. Okay. So what other products are like it, just so we can get our heads around if if we try to compare it to something? What's it like? There's not many around, to be honest. So there's another one called HoneyBook, which is really popular in the States. Um, There's one called 17 Hats. They're probably the other two that people might have heard of. Um, but honestly, there's not much like it. And I used to work in creative agencies and I remember trying to find a tool like this like five years ago and, and there was nothing really. So they're all fairly new and I think there probably will be more, but right now. That's you know, it. That's it. That's about it. So tell us if you were to work with a copywriter, what's the first thing you do? And, and just talk us through that process so they can sort of get a bit excited about what this could be for them and what you could save them. Yeah, so if I worked with a copywriter or if they were doing the same process on their own, I'd, I'd say the same thing. You want to really think about how you work with clients to start with. So I would say that once you've worked with a few clients, you've probably got a pretty good handle on how you like to do things in your own kind of way. And we want to break that down and make sure that that process can be consistent and really great for all of your clients. So we go step by step. So what happens when someone fills out the form on your website, for example? Do you have a call with them? Is it on Zoom? What do you email with them? What happens if they don't reply to that email? Do we follow them up once? Do we follow them up twice? Do we let them go off into the abyss and never talk to them ever again? And then once you've chatted with them, what happens next? You know, is it the proposal, the contract, the invoice? And and really we break down all of those pieces and try and get as detailed as possible because the goal is that every single one of your clients has the same great experience. So where does your service begin and end, Charlotte? Is it, you know, you talked about lead gen. What what kind Mm. of techniques would you use or advise a copywriter to use to, to generate leads? Yeah, so I'm probably less on the generating leads, although I do find that most people that I work with come out with a lot more referrals. So building referral kind of side of of lead gen, I love. Um, Everything else, probably not quite my forte, but I think the one thing in that realm that I help people with is making sure that they follow up their leads, which is something that I don't think we do enough. Yeah, I've told this story before, Charlotte, Um, and it was a, a guy that I knew. He was a very successful businessman. He made software and sold out and made millions. And he was asked to speak at all these events. And um, he went to one event and he spoke. And he, at the end, went and stood at the front, just, you know, sort of getting his head together. And he um, had a guy, a, a, an audience member, come up to him and say, oh, I kind of enjoyed your speech, but I was a bit disappointed. 
And he goes, oh, why are we disappointed? He says, well, I just thought you'd say something a little bit more, you know, interesting. And uh, and Andrew, the guy I'm referring to, I said, well, what, what was it that you told them to do in the speech that this guy found so uninspiring? He said, well, I said, the number one thing you've got to do to succeed is to follow up. That's all you need to do. <laughs> and he said nobody really wanted to hear it. You know, they wanted to hear all these other things around it, but the reality was follow up. Um is the is the name of the game so what what is it that you do that helps and follow up tell us some of the techniques that we can do to be more efficient in following up people I love that story so much I think some of the sexy things are not the things that make a difference it's, it's the really true. boring it's stuff small small things you know yeah. getting on the phone and yeah, just telling people, communicating where you're at. If you're late, tell them you're late. If you can't do it in the time frame, tell them. You know, it's basic stuff that we do try and look for bigger, uh, more glamorous uh, reasons or, you know, tips for success, and often it's rooted in the minutia. It is for sure. So I think just remembering to do it sometimes is the hardest part. Like if you had one lead and you had no clients, you're probably going to remember to follow them up. But if you've got a couple of clients and, you know, if you're juggling a job as well, or you've got kids or, you know, we all have stuff in life and in business that stops us remembering every little detail that goes on. So um, whether you automate it or not, your CRM can say to you, hey, you know, Bernadette inquired with you a couple of days ago. We haven't heard back from her. Do you want to send her a little, hey, how are you going? I noticed you didn't schedule a call with me. Um, it, it doesn't have to be anything wild, but just having some great templates that you use and something to remind you to send them. And I take it these are all pre-written. So you sort of plot in advance what the options are, what the kinds of people might be, you know, doing and behaving and you, you create content to, um, to match that. Yeah, and infuse as much as, you, as your voice in there as possible. So um, I don't need to tell copywriters how to write, but, you know, people, I find copywriters weirdly are almost scared of automation because they're like, but, like, I've got to write this fresh for every single person. But you don't because you know how to. You use your great voice you have to create some templates that are always going to sound like you. So this enables you to do one-to-one emailing, whereas, like, with a, an email service providers, you know, active or MailChimp or whatever it might be, you, you kind of have to segment and it's difficult. It's not difficult to send one-to-ones, but it's it's difficult to send one-to-one um, personalised, right? Yeah, is that exactly. what you're saying? So yeah. this is the opportunity to actually send one-to-one emails automated that are completely, well, they're kind of pre-written, right, but they're based on what that person's actions were. Yeah, exactly. And usually the whole process starts either when you're ready to send them a proposal, you'd put them into your CRM, or if um, if they inquire through your website. So the tool Dubsado that we're talking about, you can actually create a contact form that you go and embed on your website. And then whenever they fill in their details, they automatically get pulled into that system. Maybe that first email goes out straight away, and then it can start this sequence of automations. And I guess the good thing with copywriters is that they can write the copy, right? Whereas for a lot of businesses, the copy, the writing of these pieces could be a bit daunting. And hands up, for me, it totally is. And that's probably why I love working with copywriters because I often read these emails. I'm like, oh, that's a good one. And what about cost? What does Stubsabo cost? So uh, it's about 40 US dollars a month, which I know, especially earlier on, we're all trying to keep the costs down um, in our business. But if you think about it, like you're cloning yourself um, or creating an assistant, that that's their only job and they never forget to do their job. It, it can seem quite reasonable. And how long does it take for you to do your thing with a, with a client? Shall I let you come in and what's the, the time frame that's required? 
Yeah. So most of the people that are working with me go through my six week program um, and they set it up themselves. And it's usually like three or four hours a week for six weeks um, gets it done. I mean, if you have a lot of services, because maybe you offer email copywriting and website copywriting and something else as well, you can imagine you need quite a lot more templates than if you just had one service you were offering. Um, So that changes it a little bit, but usually within kind of sitting down and working on it for a few weeks, a few hours a week, um, that's enough to get it set up. And how much does that cost for your program? Uh, it is about 1200 Australian. Right. And you also have a free program, I believe. I do. So it's called Tell Seven Steps that. Automation. Uh, and surprise, surprise, there's seven steps to start automating. I'm so great at naming things. There's no copywriting <laughs> technique in there. <laughs> no, look, there's not. I named it myself. I didn't get help for that one. No, um, it's, it's a very good things. headline, a good, good numbers headline, yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Um, But basically it walks you through the exact kind of things that you might want to automate your business. And and there's some good questions you can ask yourself to think about, you know, we all have pain points in our business or things maybe we're not great at doing. And so it kind of walks you through um, a series of things to work out specific to your business, what you might want to automate. And then it walks you through how you can start automating it. What about people, Charlotte, who say, I'm really bad at tech. I really don't like, you know, anything to do with software. I don't have an email, CRM. I have nothing. I mean, they're two separate questions, but let's just talk about what existing software do you need to have in order for this to work? Uh, Nothing else, really. An email. Um, It connects with Gmail really nicely. I think most people start using, um, I was going to say G Suite, but change it to Google Workspace, whatever it is. We all kind of end up on Gmail. Um, Can connect with Outlook as well, too. It's not essential, but it's nice because then any emails Dubstado sends come from your actual um, outbox and it doesn't look like it's coming from somewhere else. But really, that's all you need. You don't need anything else. Okay. And I, I might have asked this before, but does it replace like a MailChimp? No. So I wouldn't it use doesn't. it for that. It's purely one-to-one. Okay. Got it. Got it. And what about um, the people who say, oh, I'm really tech phobic. You know, I don't like anything to do. I'm not very good, you know, with navigating software what do you say to them who are a bit frightened of it I think everyone can learn I I was kind of expecting you and I told you I hated writing to say but you could probably learn it and you know what I probably could if I uh if I tried really hard my copywriter tells me that I'm not as terrible as I think I am I just have to try which apparently I do not um so I think with tech you know we can get overwhelmed but especially if you get someone to help and there's so many great resources on the internet like we're so lucky that everything is searchable. If you have someone that walk you through what to do step by step, you're probably not going to find it as overwhelming as you might be worried you are. Yeah, I think that's true. I think, you know, you look at all the free trials that are out there and if you just have the moment to actually click on that and watch it, you go, you know what, it's not that hard. But it's just, I think, firstly, connecting with the need, you know, like, do I really need this? At what point do you think a copywriter should engage with this kind of service? I think once you've got a few clients under your belt, um, you feel like you know what you're doing with your services is probably the other thing. If you're still like, oh, I might try a bit of this and a bit of that and I'm not really sure what I'll offer long term, you're probably not quite ready. Um, but once you have a pretty good idea of what you want to do and you feel like you're going to um, you know, carry on with that plan, that's probably when you're ready. It is a bit of a chicken and egg thing though. Hmm. So just finalising or sort of wrapping up here, Charlotte, is there anything else you'd like to add that you think copywriters need to know about the automation process and the benefits of it? Yeah, I think don't be scared of it. 
I did mention before that weirdly I think copywriters sometimes can be the type to get a bit more scared of it than other people. But I think just imagine that you're cloning yourself. If you think, you know, systems at the end of the day, they are there to help us and we can train them really well so that they become a second version of ourselves. It doesn't have to be scary. It doesn't have to be techy or overwhelming. Um, and it can make a huge difference in your business. Most most people, I think it saves them at least four hours a week, which is pretty huge. Like, I don't know, think about what else you do with four hours a week and maybe it's worth overcoming the tech fear. What a great way to sum it up. Thank you, Charlotte, for being my guest and, and introducing us to this Dubsado. Sounds amazing. Good luck. Thank you. Thanks so much for having me. As you can see, systems really are the difference between working in your business and on your business. And if you know that you lack the systems and they're really getting you down and they're letting you down and that you're sabotaging yourself because you're not getting the basics right, now is time to get those systems set up. And you can do that by enrolling in Charlotte's free course. And if you want to find out how other copywriters are creating their systems or how they're marketing their business, join our community at copyclub.com.au. We know that the fastest way to find success is to have a team of people around you who hold you accountable. That's what Copy Club can be for you. It will give you the momentum you need to keep going while you're building up your new copywriting business. So if you like our podcast, please leave a review on Apple Podcasts. It's been great chatting with you. All the best.